Hello there, people. How's it going? Just chugged some coffee, so you know this is going to be a classic, classic podcast. Welcome to episode uh, number 144. 144. That's 144 for the people playing bingo. This is the random card podcast podcast well done messed up already jesus should press stop delete restart and weep away the tears but no we'll keep going it's the random podcast with me marquez how's it going people are you good can't hear your answers but thank you for shouting out loud at the radio or the computer or wherever you're watching this on your phone maybe you're in prison who knows who knows maybe you're a teacher at work and you just told the kids hey lads gone away home early i got some important stuff to do and they'll say why mrs o'rourke why are we getting to leave early today and you say i got some i got some medical stuff to take care of and they'll say what is it is it breast cancer and you'll be like ah sure it's, it's early days now it's early days it's hard to tell exactly what it is but i need to go to the hospital so if you could leave now and you can just go on the way home don't tell anyone you get the half day and the kids will say we'll say a prayer we'll say a prayer for you <coughs> they go home to tell their parents oh did you hear about Mrs. O'Rourke what it's cancer she's got breast cancer and they'll say ah oh, Jesus let's go to the hospital let's go to the church and we'll light a candle for her and we'll say a prayer and you got the whole community out there saying a prayer for your church and you're lighting candles you're donating money into the charity box and the priest is taking the charity box money and he's opening his pocket and he's pouring the money into his own pocket and um, that's that's what happens but in reality you're not going to the hospital you're just going to sit back make yourself a cup of tea have a couple of biscuits put your legs feet up the table the desk in the classroom and you're going to press play on this podcast and be like was that worth it all was that worth it all and the answer is of course um probably not no probably not you you got the whole parish now thinking you've got breast cancer and you took time off to listen to this i command i tip your hat you know if you're spending your time listening to this podcast then you're as dumb as me and i appreciate that it's like a little dumb community of dummies i like it we're all in together we're all going down together this is a burning ship it's crashing to the ground it's a train off the rails it's a it's a plane in the sky that's hurtling into a mountain but that's what we like uh we like that we're all going down together in a big dumb boat of gravy love gravy love gravy and potatoes roast beef chicken whatever you want to put gravy on i'm all about it except porridge never put gravy on my porridge i'll be very upset very upset if i come over to your house and you've lured me over with the with the the promise and the appeal of a nice bowl of porridge oh you know the way to my lines is what i'm telling you you know how to get into my lines deep deep into my lines but also the lines in my brain if you know what i mean the brain lines where where you really catch me now is getting me in the brain lines and you've said come on over and i'll say why and you'll say sex and i'll say make it more appealing and you'll say porridge and i'll say you just you you got me i'm on the way i've ordered the uber pool <laughs> i'm on the way how long i don't know it says it could be 10 minutes but you never know the uber pool i could be 25 too so you never know now so i'll see you when i get there don't let it be too cold the porridge keep it warm and i'll walk in and you'll be half naked and i'll say get out of my way woman get out of my way where's the porridge and you say there's porridge there and i heard a bit of your podcast where you said you love gravy so i poured a bit of gravy on the porridge to uh, to warm it up and i'll say you did what you did what exactly what the, what did you do you did what to the porridge 
you pour gravy on it and you'll say what and and you'll you'll cover your half naked body and you'll say you'll get you'll get vulnerable and conscious self-conscious because you you've now you've now you've disappointed me we were all we were on the right track we were like uh an arrow flying through the air about to hit the bullseye when you did something bizarre and you put porridge and then you pour gravy onto my porridge and I'll look at you with a level of disgust you've never seen before. Your parents have been disappointed in you. Well, who oh boy, wait till you see the look I'll give you for ruining both porridge and gravy. And I'll say, give me the fucking bowl. And you'll hand me the bowl and there'll be tears in your eyes. And I'll say, where's the spoon? And you'll hand me a fork. Because that's what you think I'm capable of. You think I'm capable of eating porridge with a fork? You don't think I'm capable of it? Okay, I'll try it. Let me try it. And I'll, I'll look at you right in the eye. And I'll be crying out too. Because I don't want this for either of us. This is meant to be a nice little situation where I ate a lot of porridge. Got too full. Felt unwell. But then we made love. We made love with my belly full of porridge. And if that's not love then what is that's what i'm asking you now dear listener if that's not love then what is a belly full of porridge um and then but you've ruined it you've ruined it by putting gravy on top and um i look you in the eyes i'm eating a fork full of gravy and porridge and i'll keep staring at you we're not blinking we're just crying that's it just tears 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 and more tears and i'll eat a bowl i'll eat a, a fork of this gravy porridge gp as you like to call it i was going to call it pj but you said you like the gp and i'll be eating it and for some strange reason the tears the tears will turn and i'll smile the tears will turn into a smile surprises both of us surprises both of us you're thrown off guard now you're even more scared i'm about to be about to go crazy i'm about to go crazy you betcha because it turns out gravy and porridge are superb we love them over here in the household. You've really, you've changed my mind. You've opened my mind. Now I'm crying because I feel sorry. I feel sorry for ever doubting you, forever doubting you, and forever thinking that you wouldn't do me right. You wouldn't do me right with the porridge and the gravy. And I'll say, what? The hell? And you'd say, would you like some ketchup on top? And I'll say, what? No, my my body says, my brain says no, but my body now says yes. And I'll squeeze a bit of ketchup on top. And then I'll eat the gravy and the porridge and the ketchup. And I will never be more turned on in my entire life. And the, the sweet love making we'll make that day can only be bettered if Christ was in the room with us. If Christ was there in the room with us. Now that would have been the perfect love making session. And I suppose he is. He is everywhere. So he always is with us when we do make love. But the porridge, the gravy and the ketchup. It'll be like it's like my first time having sex. I'll have such an erection. I, I born again virgin, um, and we'll make love. And you know, I'll probably be very excited and an orgasm way too quickly, way too fast. Um, you definitely won't enjoy it as much as me. But I suppose that's what sex with me is all about. It's um, I I get fooled, and then maybe maybe I'll be so excited I won't I won't be able to get an erection. And I'll say what every guy says. If you can't get an erection, I'll say, oh, God, this is the first time that's ever happened. <laughs> Not the 14th time this week, but um, oh, I've never, I always, that never happened before. That never usually happens, huh? Jesus, that never, oh, my God, what, what, Jesus, no, that never happened. Uh, I usually, I always get an erection. I'm a, I'm a real man, okay? Um. What was that the thing I had before? 
mercury poisoning. That was the one time I remember my stomach was goosed. And I was hooking up with this girl and my stomach was not in the place. But I didn't know what was wrong with it. It felt like I was pregnant. I had mercury poisoning because I was eating tuna too much. Every single night after stand-up shows and every night at a diner we'd go out and I'd order tuna, 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 sometimes chicken and tuna, but mostly tuna, 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 tuna. And I'd keep eating it, keep eating it, keep eating it, keep eating it. And my body revolted and I got mercury poisoning. But the doctors here are awful. The doctors really are bad in America. They don't even ask me. I went to the doctor and a nurse came in and she was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I don't you know. I got this feels nauseous and bloated in my stomach. Kind of feels like I'm pregnant, even though I should know what that feels like. This seems to be the symptoms. I wake up nauseous and I have to lie down and it only goes away if I booze because I trick my brain to think I'm not sick. And um, yeah, that's about it. And she said, okay, the doctor be right in. And the doctor came in and the doctor said, so uh, don't know what's wrong. She didn't touch me once to feel my stomach, ask me any further questions. She said, but you're nauseous. And I said, I am. And she said, well, we'll give you some pills. And then they gave me pills that they give to chemo patients um, to get rid of their nausea. And they half worked because it wasn't really what was wrong. I didn't have, I wasn't, I wasn't taking chemo. Then I went back to another doctor and they said, ah, geez, we don't know what it is. And they gave me more tablets. And then my friend who's like a doctor, an assistant doctor, I don't know exactly what she is, but she diagnosed me and she said, you have mercury poisoning. And I stopped eating tuna because that was the one thing I kept eating throughout this whole ordeal was tuna, like a real fool. I was eating the thing that was making me sick. I suppose not what we all do now, people, is not what we all do. We all keep feeding ourselves with the poison that's fucking us up in one way or another. Um, and then it went away. And I was saved again. But I was having sex at the high point of the nausea. And I was just like, oh, God, this is not fun. My stomach, I can't. And I had to stop. And I was like, I didn't know what was wrong with me. Because I hadn't been diagnosed with the marker. I just thought I was boozing issues, stomach issues. I don't know what it was. But I remember saying, ah, oh, this is the first time I've ever had to do that. <laughs> And she was like, really? I was like, yeah, I just felt sick. And then, you know, you, you feel bad. You're just having sex with a woman and you tell her you have to stop because you feel sick. And she's like, are you sick? And you don't know you're sick. So you're just like, no. <laughs> no, I, didn't, I wasn't feeling too bad. And then you came over and then we started having sex and I started feeling sick. Which is probably what every girl wants to hear during sex. I felt sick from it. Um... So, that's probably your fault, is it? That I felt sick. And she'll say, this is the first time I'll say, ah, oh, this has never happened before. And it wasn't never happened before because I didn't know I had mercury pods in it. But yeah, brutal, brutal, brutal. Anyway, thank you, Porridge Gravy. Great opening story. Where do we go? The coffee is sky high. I've already, people will hit me up and they'll be like, oh, that was funny what you said. On the podcast, and I'll say, what What did I say? Because I fully forget, fully, fully, fully forget. It's a pause. I guess that writing stuff down from the podcast. Someone hit me up recently, and they were like, uh, oh, I met people who are your biggest fans from work. And I'll say, oh, yeah, really? And they say, yeah, they went to a show like a year ago, and they haven't stopped talking about it since. 
they said they told me jokes that you, I haven't heard you do before on stage. And I said, what were those jokes? And they told me the jokes. And I said, oh, I forgot about those jokes. I must do them again. So I wrote them down and I was like, oh, there's some more new, there's new material. Anyway, that's what happens with the podcast. I'll fully forget what I said. And then people, there's a lot of people making podcasts start, which uh, is mighty. Keep coming, keep it flowing, big fan. Keep up the fine work. Good work by everyone. But they'll do a quote from it, and I'm like, ah, Jesus. Do not remember that at all. I don't remember saying those words. And then I listen to be like, oh, yes, I do now remember it. I remember as well. Um, so what's up? What's up? You know me. Oh, another thing. I've been making curries. If you've seen, um, I got sick last week too, actually, speaking of mercury poisoning. I keep eating the same thing. I like tuna. I'll be eating and just be like, ah, let's keep eating tuna until it almost kills me. And then recently I got into making curries uh, since Thanksgiving. My mom said, why don't you make a curry? And I felt guilty because I had so much leftovers. So I made a curry and the curry was unreal. And I've been making it almost every week since. At least every other week, I think, I started making curries. And on I had one on Tuesday, Wednesday, I woke up and I felt almost the same as the mercury poisoning thing. I was like, oh no, oh no. If you bloated and nauseous, stomach is in bits. What did I eat last? Depression curry. I call it depression curry because I was like, well, what's up with my life that I'm taking time out to make a curry? Am I depressed? The worst part is that was a joke. But people will hit me up on Instagram being like, oh, are you really depressed? Don't make curry if you're depressed. Which I suppose is nice. Um, so good work, but if I post anything on Instagram and you think it's real, just realize it's probably a joke, you know. It's a joke, I'd say. So no need to get concerned. The concern makes it it makes it uh, sad. So it's okay. Don't be concerned. Uh, trust me. I'm not I'm not hiding anything from you, effects. Um although sad over the weekend uh, Caroline Flack, she's like a British English uh TV presenter, but I met her in LA. She came to shows a couple of times and she was sound. She was really cool, really chill. She's friends with my friends. She hit me up and she's like, Can I come to a show? And I said, Of course, come swoop along. And she swooped along with her friends. Jesus, she was like a little bucket of joy. And she committed suicide. Uh, so that was sad. And apparently, the press in England hound her. So that makes it even shittier. She felt the need to do that. So if you're listening to this and you're sad and down, don't do it. Make yourself a curry. There's a good way to kill some time. Instead of killing yourself, kill some time. Make yourself a curry. Eat it. Be like, wow, I can make a curry. What else can I do? That's my advice. And then you go on the path to enlightenment and hopefully you won't be too sad anymore. As you can tell, I'm not a licensed therapist at all. So, you know, that might not be a foolproof plan, but it's a good place to start. Why not make yourself a nice meal or go buy yourself a nice meal? Go to Chipotle. It's only about $10. Chipotle, it's underrated in my opinion. Sure, it made people sick recently, but I still like it. That was that was long enough ago that it was water on the bridge and clowns like me will let things pass. And that goes now. I'll eat it all the time. 
Don't mind eating it. Although, yeah, the depression curry the other day. Oh, so I woke up and then I was dying and then I did my show and I was feeling faint on Wednesday night. And I was like, wow, what's happening? What's going on? And then I woke up Thursday and I was in bits on my body. I slept like 24 hours on Thursday, I think. Not really, but like slept, tried to wake up, passed out, tried to wake up. I just no energy. Apparently I hit my, up my friend again who diagnosed me before and I told her and she was like, oh, you have a stomach virus, you just got to rest. And I was like, bastard. She's like, yeah, your body might be like rejecting the that depression curry you make. She's like, you realize if you keep eating the same thing, your body will just reject it. And I said, I didn't realize this. And now I'll never eat a depression curry again. It's over, people. If you're, list, if you're an Instagram person who loves the depression curry posts, bad news. We got to find something else. Maybe I'll go back to making chili. I used to make a lovely... I'll call it a melancholic chili. You feel melancholic, make yourself a chili. It'll warm up the bones. It'll warm. It'll it'll spruce up the soul. Make make yourself some food. You'll you'll be surprised. You'll trick yourself. Jeez, I was in Austin at the weekend. Um, so my brother was there for work on Saturday. He was visiting from Ireland, and then my buddy Jimmy from New York flew in to meet him and then I was flying in Saturday to meet them and well first of all all right so on Saturday I just show Friday so I couldn't leave till Saturday morning to get to Austin so I booked literally the earliest flight I could find out of LA it was like at 6 a.m I think and it was that Spirit Airlines it's a two and a half hour flight or something so I was like not even it's like two hour flight 220 so I said Alright, Spirit. I actually don't mind Spirit. It's like it's a shit. If you don't know, Spirit is like the cheapest airline. It's like the Ryanair. It's the cheapest airlines in America. Like the seats don't recline. You literally buy a ticket and then you have to pay extra for any seat on the plane. Like everything is charged. It's just cheap as fucking chips. Um, but was, And then when you're taking off and you're landing, the whole thing shakes and rattles. It's like a fucking vibrator. It's just going... Like you're like, oh, this this is going to explode in the air. It's like a rickshaw in the air, but like one of those old rickety rickshaws. But I was like, all right, that gets me in the earliest to Austin. My brother, I'll only see him for 24 hours, so let's get in and out. Um, so I booked the flight at 6 a.m. I had a show Friday night at... 8 o'clock, Laugh Factory, great show, fun times. If you were there, you, you'd know it was a fun, fun show. Anyway, just as the show is starting, I get these like texts from Spirit being like, oh, your flight is delayed till noon. And I was like, what? That's six hours ahead. Well, how is it that delayed? And then I get another text saying, oh, now it's delayed to like 6 p.m. And I was like, it's delayed 12 hours and the, what? the weather wasn't bad I just don't think they sold enough seats so they're so cheap they're like we're not flying it um, and they, they literally hit me up and they're like I was like why is it delayed 12 hours and they're like oh there's a bird there was a bird issue I was like what <laughs> at least they make up a good excuse you clowns so I had to get it I just bought a new flight I was like can you refund me my money I gotta get into, I can't delay 12 hours i gotta get in i wouldn't have got into like 10 that night 
something like that. And uh, they're like, nah, we can't do that. They give me a token $50 coupon that I have to use within the next week or some crap like that. I'm just like, oh, you are a bunch of whores. Spirit, Air- Spirit Airlines, a bunch of whores. That's what you get for booking with the cheapest whores. But I was trying to get in early. Really backfired. So who did I fly? I flew with Delta or something going there. And um, it was grand. It was a whatever flight. But at one point, I went to the bathroom right towards the end. They are like, if you need to go to the bathroom, go now. Because we're about to put on this, the seats, seatbelt sign. So I went there to the bathroom. I was in there taking a piss, as you said, urinating. Weeing away, weeing away for dear light and dear life. And the fucking plane went like there was some turbulence and whatever happened. I don't know how this happened. But the turbulence like lifted me into the air and then forward. And then my head, so like I headbutted the roof because it was one of those slanted roofs. All while I was urinating and I didn't piss on myself or on the ground. It's just all. I'm a master control with my penis is what I'm trying to tell you. If you need precision penis pissing, come to me. I know a lot of you, probably that is one of your many needs. PPP. The PPP needs precision pissing performance. Whatever I just said. Can't remember it. So there we go. That's how bad this is now. I can't remember what I said one minute ago. But yeah, that was weird. Headbutted it. Didn't piss anywhere. Um, so you know that's probably my number one talent now is uh, just I can piss I'll never I'll never miss the ball never miss the ball that was actually the first time that kind of thing happened usually I would have fallen over pissed my pants and came out covered in urine say hey guys that wasn't my fault I'm not a two year old I don't piss myself usually but I was the plane the turbulence blame the pilot and then I'll go fight the pilot and then I'll be kicked off the plane so that wasn't ideal but thankfully thanks to my precision penis pissing um, te- technique, talent. I was able to not get out of the bowl, and it stayed. And we had a great time in Austin. I feel Austin is grand. Bars close early. It's kind of messy on the streets. A lot of drug heads on the streets too. Homeless drug heads, kind of like San Francisco, like that. Um, people be like, "No, Austin is amazing," and you're like, "Okay." Okay, you think so, but it's grand, whatever. Um, uh, that's that's what I think about Austin. It's okay. It's it's whatever. <laughs> I just sent a tweet on the other day, being like, "How does anyone in America?" Are like, I don't get how anyone in America doesn't live in L.A. or New York. People got very upset, and I stand by. I stand by it. They're the two best cities for me. Like, people love Austin. It's grand. I suppose if you had to be there. I don't know. I can't see myself living anywhere but L.A. or New York. Yeah, I just, it was... I had a laugh with my brother and my buddy. We were just mocking each other the whole time, taking the piss. It was great fun. Um, stayed in a nice hotel. Although, staying at a hotel for one night, is you don't really get the whole benefits. You want to be lounging. I just dropped my stuff off and back out, slept. 
I was drinking espresso martinis towards the end of the night, so I couldn't really sleep. You know, it's a tough life, people. It's a tough life. They had to be up early. Oh, my brother and my buddy told me, they were like, our flights are at night time. And I was like, all right, I'll get a late flight too. So then we can like, I haven't seen my brother in a while. So I was like, oh, we can hang out. And my buddy too. So we woke up. Um, we went looking for breakfast. It was... T- I, we spend an hour trying to find a good breakfast spot, which is also like, what's up, Austin? Where's the good breakfast spots? And why is stuff closed? Or there's an hour wait, and it doesn't even look that great. And we went to this, I don't know what kind of restaurant it was. It wasn't too bad, but I was ordering. And there was a group section of the menu, and my, the two others ordered. And I was like, oh, deviled eggs, is that a big serving? And she was like, yeah, it's a, it's a group serving, so it's for the table. You all eat them. And I was like, all right, let's do them, so please. And then the waitress had the gall. She had the nerve to come back out with the serving of devil's eggs. And it was one and a half eggs. There was three deviled eggs. (laughs) That's the fucking... And they were small eggs, too. They were somehow tiny eggs. And that was the group serving. And I was like, here, lads, is this a group serving? There's one and a half eggs. There's three of us... (laughs) We each get half an egg. And they said, nah, we wouldn't want to eat your group serving. Jesus, the fucking... A group serving's like nine, is it? At least six. Come on, at least six. At least three eggs. The fucking nerve. That's why I was like, Austin, no thank you. I don't mind it. Maybe the last time I was in Austin, I was kicked off a private jet coming home. So that was also a bit... I've never had like a savage laugh going out there. I'm trying to do no booze in February. Fuck off February, but I uh, cracked for Austin. Um, you know you're allowed a little crack. No sober February, soberish February. Not doing too bad. I've cracked a few times. But yeah, devil eggs, group size. Are you joking me? So that's that's why I won't be going back to Austin anytime soon. I won't be going. Um, I do like the no boozing, although I have cracked a few times. But my favorite part about no boozing is that I feel superior to all the alcohol dependent peasants like yourselves listening to that. I wake up, I was feeling fresh, feeling dandy. I did crack before that too. I'd done like over a week. We were doing shows in the ice house. I was opening for my buddy Chris and uh, we weren't boozing. It's a, he doesn't booze so it's easy to be around my buddies him and Linochi my other buddy they don't really drink Linochi will sometimes but Chris never has doesn't um and they're both a laugh without booze I blame you people the rest of you who I feel I need to booze around because you're not as much fun so that's on you guys that's all your fault uh, it's not me being weak or anything that's on you if you could be it's isn't it amazing how everyone almost everyone's boring once you figure that out, you'll be like, ah, that makes sense. People can be nice. They can be beautiful. They can be okay. But they're, like, boring most of the time. They're very boring. I was trying to figure out. There's a guy that we know. And he sound. He's cool. He's, like, grand. But every time we talk to him, it's like, what's going on here? What is it? There's never a real connection 
I don't really know what to say after a few sentences. What's up? And then realized, ah, oh, he's boring. That's it. He's just boring. It's just there's no more to him than a couple of sentences. And I feel that's a lot of people are like that. There's no more to them than a few sentences. That's it. How's it going? Not bad. Are you good? Yeah, not bad. I already answered that. Why? So you, what are you ordering food? Yeah, it's cool. All right, I'll talk to you. Okay, thanks. See you, man. And then you're just like, how was that so brief and yet so boring? Truly amazing. Maybe that's why dates are boring. Here's how I know if a date's going well. If a girl says, no way, that's crazy. Well, I'm telling the story at least seven times. She says, no way, that's crazy. Because that means she's really invested in my story. And it's a crazy story. And I keep talking. And I don't let her really talk. And I don't listen. I don't ask questions unless they're about myself. And I ask her to ask me. I'm saying, do you want to hear more about my story about me? And she was like, okay. And I'm like, nice. She's invested. That's, lads, if you're listening, if you're listening, lads, that's how you know a date's going well. If you talk about yourself a lot, don't ask any questions about her. And she's drifting away and she says stuff like, no way, that's crazy. While you're telling your great story, great, great, great story. That's how you know a date is going swimming. Swimmingly. Um, but yeah, so I survived the week. I felt superior to the peasants. My brain was working properly, full on dancing, good to go. Coming up with great material for stand up. Like, here's a good joke. What you call a girl with no L's in her name? A girl with no L's in her name. Noel. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was a great joke. And you can have it for free. Ruin someone's day by telling them that joke. If you want to hear someone groan, but not in a good way, tell them. <laughs> Would you like to hear someone groan, but not in a good way? Um, tell him that joke. What you call a girl with no letters L in her name? No L. Wow, what a classic. Real classic. It's probably easier when it's written as opposed to me uh, butchering it. Um, yeah, but boozing. I don't, I don't get too how people go to bars sober. Like they're they're not fun, especially if it's busy and it's packed and it's full of clowns, drunk clowns. It's like going to an orgy but being celibate. That's what I feel like. You're just at the orgy and everyone's pumping around you. Pump, 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 pump land, pump, 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 pump time, pump, 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 pump it up, pumping away, pumping for dear life, pump, 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 and you're just standing there in the corner being like, No, I'm not having sex and for the month. It's like, why are you here so on? You'd be like, ah, just trying to be so, <laughs> just trying to be social. Well, imagine trying to be social at an orgy. That'd be a nice touch. You're the so. Who's that guy over there? He he knows everyone. Ah, he's very social. Yeah, he just goes around chatting to people while they're having sex. If a guy can't get an erection, he'll go over and he'll say, you know, this is the first time this has ever happened to him. To the woman, she'll say, really, and the, he'll say, yeah, he's just, it's, he's got mercury poisoning. He's got mercury poisoning. Do you know what I like? If women, this is a funny thing that women say it to me. I realize it's like when guys say, ah, oh, she's crazy. That just means, ah, uh, she's not into me. Women will tell me I'm shy and I'll be like, okay. I think it's that they don't think I want to hang out with them. So they tell me I'm shy. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's, if you, if you want, if you want that to be Okay. 
I like when people tell me I've changed too. That's the most amazing one. You've changed. Oh, really? No way. Although I feel I have changed, definitely, living in LA, purely because I spoke about this last time, that show on Netflix, Cheer. And then I watched the finale, and I was like, oh, they got me. They would shoot it so well. I won't ruin it if you haven't seen it yet, but it's on Netflix, Cheer. It's about cheerleading. And then the, the last episode, and it was all, it was so tense. There was an injury, and you're like, come on, guys, you can do it. Come on, you can do it. Come on. And then it, they do it. She just did the spoiler. Ruined it. Ruined it. And uh, they all start crying. And I was looking at it. And I said, what is coming out of my eyelids? Is, are these tears? Am I crying? And I felt my face. And it was wet. And I said, what, what is happening here? And it was years of pent up, suppressed emotions. Pushing them all down, 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 down. And start crying over a cheerleading um, episode. So, you know. Um, that's that's where I am now. Maybe I have changed. Maybe I am shy. Who knows? Um, at least one thing. Here's one plus. If I have changed and I'm now a crier, here's one plus for me in the... You can put this in the positive category. I have never made the heart symbol with my hands in a photo. And I feel like nowadays that is a, a good indication. Not many people can say that anymore. And I haven't tried to do it. Especially try and do it with someone else. So it's my left hand and their right hand. And we're connecting together and we're making a heart. And the heart looks like a liver or like a fried egg. Who knows what it is. But at least I've never done that. Um... So, you know, guys, we change, but we stay the same, too. We stay the same. Sober. Trying to do sober. Keep, let's keep it going. Let's keep sober in February. I could, oh, I cracked. So, yeah, weekend. And I was doing shows with Chris. Having a great grand time. Grand time. No booze. And then the Sunday night. Oh, yeah, that was it. No booze, but I had no real um, urge to booze. No fun was hitting me up. And then Saturday at the show, I was chatting to this guy on Instagram. His name's Christian, and he's a photographer. And he's a photographer for uh, Niall Horan, the Irish guy in One Direction. And they said they were all coming to the show, so we were like, cool, dancing. And then the next day, uh, Christian and Niall were like, come boozing. And I was like, I was just chilling at home. I got rid of my TV so I wouldn't be chilling at home at nights too much. Because, oh boy, can I get lazy. I can get lazy like you. Here's the thing, people, a lot of you listeners are like, wow, he's he's a superhuman man. No, I'm like you too. I can be a lazy whore. Um, I'm like you too in the fact that, here's my, do you know my favorite seat anywhere at all times? I could be chilling on a nice couch and sometimes I'll just go and sit in the toilet. <laughs> Because it's my favorite seat to sit on. They, whoever designed the toilet did a real good job. So fair play to whoever did that. I felt if yeah. So I got rid of my couch. Is what I'm telling you. Got rid of my TV, uh, and I was just a bit, just chilling on a Sunday, congratulating myself for not boozing for a week. And then Christian and Niall, they started sending me videos on Instagram. They said, would you come out boozing? And I said, no, I'm doing this sober February thing. And they said, why? What are you doing? Come out boozing. And I said, ah, sure, I'll come meet you. 
just for one. And we all know just for one is just the tip. So I met them. They were playing darts. Uh, they have a great group, actually. They're sound. I like when you meet people and straight away you could be like, ah, shit. This is all. I, that's why probably dates are so bad. It's all about it's all about the energy, man. No, but it's all about what people are like in person. That's why dating you could be like, I know what in 10 seconds you'd be like, ah, oh, this is going to be an effort. Oh, this is going to be, this is going to be an, uh, a bad date. But I feel like even meeting up dudes is dubious sometimes because you're like, ah, oh, I hope they're not boring. Oh, God, I hope they're not boring. And within two minutes, they had bought me a pint and a shot and we were having a laugh and messing around. And great times, great boozing. They came to a show. Uh, yeah, they had a great group. They had a guy from, the drummer from Arctic Monkeys were there. We were out gallivanting. It was a fun time. Good boozing, lads. Good boozers. Which is what you want, really. You just want fun boozers. Fun, fun fellas. Um, so I cracked, I cracked. And then I cracked in Austin. And now I'm going to try and not crack anymore. We'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll see. Maybe I'm going to find a wife for myself. Settle down. Have a little, have a little wife. Little wife. Oh, it was Valentine's Day last week. I didn't realize so many people I knew, they posted pictures of themselves with like their boyfriend or their girlfriend. And I was like, wow, a lot of people I know are dating ugly people. Okay. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. They never posted pictures before. Now I know. Now I know. Why not? Let's hide them away. The worst is when you're chatting to a girl who's like flirting like mad and then she posts a picture with her dude and you're like, what? Huh? 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 You have a dude this whole time? Huh? Huh? Oh, I did a lot of unfollowing on Valentine's Day. Was that petty? Yes. Would I do it again? I would. I, I'll, I'll unfollow. You can follow and unfollow whoever you want. Dig deep and follow away. You've, you've hidden this boy. What else have you hidden from me? How could you? How could you person on the internet? How could you? you oh, me poor heart. But yeah, maybe um, I do find it funny too. Do you ever like meet a girl and she's really religious and now my brain's like, all right, let's let's get back into, <laughs> into religion. Looks like I'm going to mass again. Come on, we go to mass. Come on. Hey, God, it's me. Long time no see. Ah, sure, Jesus, God, you know yourself. I've been busy. And in my head, it'll be like, God, you're boring. You're boring just like everyone else, God. Spruce, liven things up. Come on, spruce it up a little bit. Come on, God. And then the girl who I like would be like, yeah, I'm really into um, into praying. And I'd be like, me too. <laughs> me too. Can I pray with you? Come on, let's pray together. Come on, let's pray together. Let's all pray. Come on now, let's pray together. Um, dear Father, I remember last, when did I go to Mass recently? And I started singing. And then I started clapping at one point instead of praying. I was like, oh, Jesus, I haven't been here in a while. <laughs> So you never know. Who knows what to believe anymore? Like, I, there's a great rumor that goes around um, L.A. It's about Leonardo DiCaprio. And he um, apparently wears AirPods when he's having sex. <laughs> and he'll just listen to his own music. And the girl's like, okay, okay. Okay, okay, Leo. She's like, this is the greatest time of my life. I'd be like, well, what was it like? He wore AirPods the entire time. Maybe he's listening to us. Maybe he's listening to the Bible. You never know. You never know really what's going on out there in the world. Um, 
you never know you never know what's going on in people's heads i remember one time i was at starbucks i feel like the world is just constant confusion or is living in la who knows i don't know but i remember at starbucks one time i asked the girl she was like at the milk what is that little counter called milk station what a shit name if that's it she was at the milk station and uh Jesus, we need a better name for that. If you know what that name is, phone in, send send a postcard, whatever you need to do, hook it up. She was getting milk, and she had the milk I want, and she was kind of putting it down when I'm picking it back up, and I was like, oh, you done with the milk? And she was like, sorry, I'm not interested. I have a boyfriend. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, thank you. That's the question I asked. Thank you for making that clear. Now, what about the fucking milk? Are you done, <laughs> Are you done with the milk? confusing times but you know that's about it i'd say people let's end on a confusing note uh, if you're out there boozing, here's how i know you've had a good night if you're out there listening to this while boozing which i presume a lot of you are in bars and you're probably on a date and here's a great date idea you you take a girl you take a guy whatever you're doing and you go to a, a bar and then you whip out your phone and then you whip out a pair of headphones or AirPods. You could be Leo. This could be Leo. This right, goes out to Leonardo DiCaprio because I know he listens. Um, he's an avid listener. He's always hitting me up in the DMs. And he's always like, when are you going to release the next uh, podcast, Mark? And I'll say, it's on the way, Leo. Cam your tits. <laughs> Telling Leo DiCaprio to cam his tits is one of my favorite things to do on Instagram. And then anyway, you go to a bar. And you, you hand your, your date an AirPod and you say, let's let's listen to this. And then you listen to this podcast. And that's the whole date. And then you, you booze away, booze, whatever you're drinking, if it's whiskey or it's wine, maybe it's White Claw. Who knows what you're drinking on the date? It's your date. It's not my date. Who am I to tell you what to drink on a date? Not me. Not, not, not me. But then you wake up the next morning. The date has been over. You, you've gone your separate ways. You've met your friends. You've ended up boozing hard. You've gone to an after party. You fell in a bush. You can't really remember. But you wake up the next day and you got a limp. If you wake up the next day after boozing and you have a limp of some sort, you've had a good night. That's all, that's all I say to you. I remember I was in New York with my buddy oh my god i never laughed so much and he we were walking to this like nightclub and a guy was hooking us up he was like a promoter there and he was like yeah just walk to the front of the queue and say ask for me and we were walking and we kind of walked from the footpath onto the road and there was like a pothole in the road but it was like it was a weirdly foot-sized pothole and my buddy like walked into the pothole rolled his ankle fell over and hit his head on a car <laughs> his ankle was goosed and oh my god i laughed at his pain that's one of my favorite things laughing at my friend's pains pain pains whatever it is oh that was such a that was now that's a good laugh if you can ever set it up to your friend walks into a pothole twists his ankle same guy actually before he was in la we went to saddle ranch and sunset i was there the other night sober ironically enough had to get out of there it was packed that's the funny place sad ranch it's on sunset it's like this country western 
themed I don't know it's kind of awful it's got a bull like a mechanical bull they sort of candy floss I'm making it sound good but it's not but it kind maybe I don't know it's just it's just mental as long as you just dumb yourself down walking in but like DMX was there the other day it's like it's like Instagram models are all just there it but it's full of drunk idiots too whatever if you're boozing you'll have a laugh um but my buddy we went and he went on the mechanical bull and he said to the guy in charge of the bull yeah you don't have a hope of getting me off this bull i'll teach you how to bull ride and the guy said cool and he did the it was three two one go and within 10 seconds he had my buddy flung off (laughs) the bull and he took an awkward fall awkward fall and he came off it and he was like ah jesus i'm after fucking up my arm and i'm kind of by his shoulder and we were like nah you're grand (laughs) you're grand because i didn't want him to go home to take an injury and ruin the night the night had only just begun he was like nah it's bad and i was like nah it's not that bad come on just have a booze you'll be grand you'll be grand just walk it off and we boozed all night long and the next day he flew back to new york and about three four days later his arm's still killing (laughs) and he went to see the nurse at work because they have a free nurse or something and it turns out he had a broken arm and uh so yeah go to saddle ranch bring a friend who will get very cocky and break his arm on the bull but you know what i remember that night and that's how you know it's a good night out it's like a limp or a broken arm go for it go wild (laughs) go wild people so that's your new plan for the weekend is to go wild go wild Fall in love with a girl who loves religion. Cry to a cheerleading documentary. Or go booze and wake up in the morning with a limp. If you do one of them, hit me up. Let me know how you get on. Until next time. That's the podcast, people. Goodbye, Shagwan. Hit me up on Instagram. At the Mark Hayes. Twitter at Trickadoo. Snapchat, Trickadoo. Come to a show. Laugh Factory. A couple of shows. I'll be in Chicago the weekend after this. And then St. Louis. St. Louis, how do you pronounce it? Come along. Meet Mike Rapport. It'll be fun. All right. Good one. Good luck. 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 Good